Hello listeners, and welcome to episode 3 of Chris's Comics. This is a podcast where I geek out about comics with special guests, and today joining me for the second time is my better half, Abigail Robinson. Hello. (laughs) How are you, Abby? Oh, okay. So we went to Southport Comic Con, the Mm. weekend just gone. That was pretty surprisingly good, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, We've been to bigger ones. Yeah, and bigger and better. Bigger and better. But we both came away with like a huge bag of stuff because mm-hmm. there was just a really good selection of actual comics, which was surprising from a comic con because usually it's just full of pops and other merch and actually hardly any comics mm-hmm. at all, which is a pet peeve of mine when it comes to comic cons. Um, so yeah, it was surprisingly good, and we both came back with a, a, a new stack. Um, you got some X-Files books, didn't you? I just got one X-Files, but um, you picked it out, actually. You showed showed it to me. Yeah. And it's more based on the Lone Gunmen, who are kind of like a... They actually have their own comics, and they actually have their own TV show, but they're kind of like characters within the X-Files, yeah. Um, they're kind of just like super nerds that help out Mulder a lot. Um, so it's more based on them, and them finding out something, and... You see Mulder and Scully in it, but not too much, which I quite like because it's an X Files comic. Yeah. But it it doesn't say the Lone Gunman on it, but it is about them primarily. So it's called X Files Conspiracies. Yeah. It's Conspiracy. Conspiracy. And I think I remember them from the show actually. Yeah. Were, were they? Was that the guy who had the cap on, or was that a different guy? That's a different guy. Oh, right. Yeah, but he does kind of look like him. But yeah, yeah. No. Was it good? It was okay. Not as good as the other X-Files yeah. comics I've read, to be honest. But it was... It was alright. I, mean, I, I guess I'd have to read on mm. for it to come together. But um, it was okay. It's got the same art style as pretty much all of the X-Files comics. That looks like it would appeal to me more than the other ones because it's a bit more colourful. Like, the other mm-hmm. X-Files comics, they seem a bit too abstract and dark and shadowy. Yeah, I don't that like that. a bit more comic booky. But it suits the X-Files. Yeah, I quite like the cover. Honest. Yeah, I like the cover. Cool. It's nice. Yeah, so what's that? Issue... One. Issue one of X-Files Conspiracy. Mm-hmm. It's got a thumbs up from Abby. One of six. Oh, so it's like a little mini-series. Yeah. Yeah. So you've... So basically, from Free Comic Book Day... You've just been devouring comics, haven't you? Yeah. Like, you've just become obsessed. <laughs> yeah. And especially with X-Files comics, you've got a big stack there. Yeah, I've got quite a few. You've read, you've read a lot of X-Files, haven't you? Well, I love the X-Files. I'm an X-Files fan. I've been a fan since I was about 11, which is probably really wrong, but really right at the same time. No, it's, it's probably the same for me. Well, <coughs> I mean, obviously you're a bit much bigger fan than me of the X-Files, but I became aware of the X-Files when I was about the same age, because that's when it sort of came out mm-hmm. and I used to have um, the was it the sticker book or I oh know it was cards I used to collect like the trading cards I think and I, I'd never really watched it I wish you still had them yeah I wish I still had them too but yeah I never really watched the show but I just found aliens fascinating and yeah. I, I wanted to collect them and they used I remember they used to scare me like the the subject mm-hmm. matter and it just fascinated me well that's because it. it was supposed to be scary back yeah. then but because I'm well, 
different day and age, isn't it, now? Yeah, oh yeah, and, decade apart. <laughs> and I've been watching horror films and stuff from a very young age, because my dad let me. And um, I collected all the X-Files individually, each season by season. And some of them were 18, so I used to get my dad to go in there to HMV and pick one up for me. Yeah. Love them. But yeah, so I actually have this one, which is the first in this series, the new, I think it's the new ones. Issue one of X-Files. Yeah, it's like when they're older, like the new TV series, I guess. Love that cover. I want to believe, yeah. I picked that up. This was the first time I went to Manchester, right? the first comic book you ever bought? The first single issue? I think it might have been, yeah. yeah. Because I I pulled it out, because we're in um, uh, Forbidden Planet in Manchester. And we were looking in like the variants cover like section. And I pulled that. I was like, oh, that's a nice variant cover. That it's like um, uh, it's like red and black. Um, it's sort of how can you describe that style? It's just really basic, just yeah. lines and shapes. But it's of um, yeah, it's of the UFO in the sky, the flying saucer, and it just says, "I want to believe" in like mm-hmm. massive writing at the bottom. Yeah, so it's, it's so like cool. a spin on the classic poster. Yeah, isn't like it? the posters we've got in our bedroom. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, this story was pretty good. It was, it's one that I like. The thing I like about the Exiles comics is I have a couple that are within a series and shouldn't make sense, but kind of do because it is like watching an episode, which I love. Mm. Um, yeah. Obviously, because I I'm not watching the new series. I don't want to. Um, it's just not the X Files mm. to me anymore. Yeah. So reading them, it's like is how better. I feel about Blink One Eight Two. It's, yeah. it's not Blink 182 anymore without no. without Tom for me. And I'm not mm-hmm. interested in it. One thing I do love is this origin story one where it flips. Oh like yeah, that. it's like a double-sided cover. And you get yeah. glimpses into their past lives within the series, the TV series, but this was awesome. I like the art in that one. Yeah. That's yeah. very much more my style. Well, I think it's because kids can read it because it's about children. Like, it's about oh, really? them as kids. Is I think it's quite a childish. It? I don't mm-hmm. think it's aimed, but I think... A, Teenager. Kid could, yeah. yeah. And it just basically is a little short glimpse as to why they both became an FBI agent. Oh, right. Basically. So got about Mulder and where, his sister. Yeah. And um, Scully and something to do with her best friend going missing and stuff. Or was it her neighbour or something? And sorry to spoil it. <laughs> oh, sorry, I'm not going to read it. Um, yeah, so it's basically <coughs> the, the, the first like trigger to why both of them wanted to become it, obviously. Yeah. That sounds pretty interesting. Yeah, it was. It was good. I like the cover on that one. Yeah, what's this? The annual. Annual. Um, this was pretty good. Again, like an episode. Yeah. Um, can't quite remember what. Do, do they nail sort of the dialogue know. the way that Mulder and Scully yeah, speak? Yeah, yeah, kind of. You'd have to have watched a TV show to kind of get the banter. Yeah. Um, but Mulder's hilarious in it as per usual kind of dry sense of humour and Scully's just always trying to be the sensible one but they're kind of being led somewhere to see aliens by an alien but they don't believe that he is (laughs) one but yeah it's just classic funny it's the annual isn't it so it's just going to be kind of a basic story like an extended self-contained story that's what annuals usually are but I I like the format of that one it's like a prestige format it's like a, a mini trade yeah. The way that it's got a spine on it. Yeah. And it's like got an $8 cover price. Mm-hmm. But you got it for super cheap in got Leeds, didn't you? Pound? Yeah. Travel, shout yeah. out to Travelling Man in Leeds. Like, really you're the best good. for bargains. But yeah, that's something that I always wondered about the X Files comics. Like, how well it would translate to page from screen. Because Mulder and Scully, they've got such like a, a unique relationship mm-hmm. that just plays really well. Those actors just play off each other. Yeah, they pick so up. So to translate that to a comic book. Yeah, a lot of the uh, Scully, famous Scully jealousy of mm. other women in Mulder's life. <laughs> There's a lot of that. Yeah. So they definitely picked up on that. Yeah, I think it's cool. it's really cool. They're really nice. Yeah, and we've got yeah. um, we picked up an X Files hardback just uh, trade. Uh, we got that super cheap from Worlds Apart in Liverpool. That was a bargain as well, wasn't it? Yeah, that was a. I think you got that so cheap. Yeah, I think it was actually a mistake. It wasn't meant to be in the bargain bin, (laughs) and I picked it up and took it to the till, and they were like, "Was it ninety nine p or something like that?" It was, yeah. They were like, "This can't be right," and they were like, "Well, it's 
we've got to sell it to him now. Mm-hmm. It's got a sixteen dollar like cover price yeah. or something. But so yeah, got like a, an X Files hardback like trade, like new one for like ninety nine p or something. So we'll have to have a little look at that. Mm-hmm. But carrying on the theme with aliens, yeah, you've well, got an interesting book there in your hands. I picked up this first issue. I think it's a, a, a spin-off series of an, an, a, the original series. I don't know oh, what it yeah. is, though. But this is called Source Estate, and I just saw the cover, and it has the White House and an alien and, like, um, space behind it, and it just looks... Yeah. amazing anyway yeah it looks cool and then I picked up and I was like I want this and you were like is there actually aliens in it and like I flipped and there was like a whole um yeah there's someone like looking out yeah it's the president she's the president in this she's looking out from the white house and yeah. there's just like a sea of aliens <laughs> yeah it's awesome. just looking up at her but I like this because in the x-files what I'm used to they think that the president and all the important people in America mm. are in on it. Yeah. Whereas she is the president in this and she's not in on it. She's been abducted and no one believes her. And it's it's kind of a different take on it, which mm. I like. It's from their perspective and they actually... She has no clue what's going on and she's trying to get answers. So and I really like that. She's been abducted. Yeah. But why is she still on Earth with all those aliens? What's that scene about? Oh, that's I mean, you can spoil, just... you can spoil it for me. I mean, that... By the way, another disclaimer for anyone listening, this podcast will be full of spoilers. It wasn't explained. I think that's just what she's seeing. It wasn't explained. Like I think that is supposed to be, they're all human. Mm-hmm. And she is on Earth. Oh, sort of like a vision. She's been brought back, yeah. yeah. But um, she hallucinates a lot, actually. Like, there's a giant green hamster, which I love. <laughs> and um, there's this lady that is like a sign. Like, if you see her, it's like you've been abducted. And I don't mm-hmm. know, just little little things in it. So it's a different sort of twist on the yeah, U- UFO sci-fi. Yeah, I really like. And I'm definitely picking up the next issue, which I think is out on Wednesday. Yeah. Um, the next issue, just checking quickly. Issue two comes out. Uh, tomorrow, I think, yeah, June twenty eighth. Yeah. Issue two is out, and it's just a little five issue mini series. Um, so that's good for the bank. Yeah. <laughs> so you're definitely gonna carry on. Yeah, that I series. really, really like that. Awesome. Um, so should we have a look at my stack? See yeah. what I've been reading. Um, what I've been reading is um, a few of the Monsters Unleashed tie-ins from Marvel Comics, which is um, ha- it happened a few months ago. Um, it was basically like the big storyline that was going on. There was like a a mini series. It had its own separate book called Monsters Unleashed, and it also tied into all the other Marvel Comics titles that were coming out. So, um, like, uh, I've got Doctor Strange and all new X Men and Champions. Like, they all had the dot mu number one dot mu book that came out, and they were like five dollar books, so they were a little bit thicker than the other ones. Uh, but you read these two, didn't you? All new X Men and Doctor Dead Strange. Eye. Yeah, <laughs> I borrowed them, uh, so oh. you can have them back now. Oh, but thank, thank you for letting me read them. But yeah, um, so I, I so I read the Champions one, which was great. I actually really enjoyed this one. Uh, I'm a big fan of uh, the Champions comic. Anyway, uh, it's just um, it's just a lovely book. It's it's like a it's. It's um, a group of younger superheroes. So we've got like Miles Morales, Spider Man, Young Cyclops, um, Totally Awesome Hulk, uh, Miss Marvel, Nova, and the Vision's daughter, Viv Vision. Um, and they're the champions. They're sort of like a, a kiddie Avengers, really. And um, I just absolutely love them. I fell in love since issue one, and I've been reading it ever since. So um, yeah, picked up this Monsters Unleashed one, and it was great. They um, the this first half of the book shows them like squaring off with this other group of super villains called the freelancers, um, and they're really interesting as well. These characters, yeah. um, you've got Crush. She's basically like a girl that can control nature and she can rip trees out from their roots and throw them at people. Hotness, which he's just basically sort of Human Torch. He can control fire, manipulate it. Might she's just a really strong bird, like 
sort of Wonder Woman on steroids. Um, Panic, she's a really interesting character. She reminds me a lot of um, the <coughs> rumour from Umbrella Academy. You know, where she like she says something and it becomes true. I like I, she, the rumor would say like, um, I heard a rumor that you've got you know lemon meringue pies on your feet, and you'd look down. Mm. At, I don't know where I pulled that from, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> lemon meringue pies. But yeah, yeah she'd yeah. she'd say something crazy or weird or fucked up, and it would happen. So panic's the same. Only she will sort of prey on um, your, your insecurities in your mind and your fears and you know say something like she to get rid of this reporter she says to her um, your insides are full of snakes and then the next few panels are like the reporter just like coughing up and pulling this huge snake from out mm. of her throat and then she gets freaked out and runs away but this isn't real obviously it all just is a hallucinogenic sort of thing um, and then she basically incites a riot in this uh, group of protesters and she says to them um, uh, there's a mole in the protest and they're going to sell you out to Roxxon which is the company that they're protesting so they basically just tear each other apart um, it's, it's, I think it's a really interesting superpower to have <coughs> excuse me <coughs> Uh, and then she says to Cyclops, like this is like young Cyclops from uh, the past, so before Cyclops goes evil. And so she says to him, um, she basically says, "You're going to become an absolute monster." And then he's just like beside himself, like saying, "I've got to stop it. I can't become him." And so he's out of the game. And I just mm-hmm. think it's a really interesting take on like rather than using your um, strength and you know. Yeah, it's what physical I violence. You use your words to get inside people's heads mm-hmm. to disable them from the battle. Um, so yeah, I think she's a really interesting character. Um, and then you get cursed Cass, and she's basically like completely indestructible. Like she just blows up a bomb, um, and she's just okay. Like she she's sort of like this. Well. I know it's a touchy subject, but she's like the most invincible suicide bomber ever. You know, mm. she can she can go in and just blow shit up, yeah. and she's fine. Um, but that also begs the question: like, you know, if she's in, indestructible, surely she's like the most powerful superhuman ever. Do you know what I mean? It's like I'd like to see more of her, definitely. Um, but yeah, so the anyway, they go up against these supervillains called the freelancers. Um, they have a little tussle with them and then Monsters Unleashed happens uh, so Monsters Unleashed is basically monsters falling from the sky Yeah, that's as basic as it is it gets a bit more um, involved and complicated in the actual main series run itself but in these tie-ins all it is is monsters dropping out the sky and the superheroes have got to team up and take them down so yeah the uh, big old uh, well <laughs> Spider-Man calls them a kaiju He's like, we're about to get eaten by Kaiju. He just drops out of the sky, and they have to then team up with the freelancers to defeat uh, these big ass monsters. And it's just a really fun book. Absolutely loved it. Nice, bright, colourful art. Super comic booky, and had a blast with it. Love the champions. Recommend anyone to go and pick that book up. Pick it up in trade. I'm sure it's coming out soon. But um, all new X Men, Monsters Unleashed. I actually didn't like it at all. Did you not? No, I thought it was really shit. And that's surprising for me to, to say because I'm such a huge X-Men fan. But I just did not like okay. it one bit. I agree to an extent with not liking it because I didn't like these parts. No, like what was with the Mardi Gras I, bit? Like I, it was completely unnecessary. I liked seeing Wolverine. Yeah, but I love I love X-23 Wolverine and the art was kind of nice. And I liked seeing Gambit. But yeah. Wolverine's it seemed like Wolverine's only purpose in that book was to get her arm ripped off I guess like, so she literally did fuck all and then all Gambit did well Gambit was the only one that did anything mm. he he charged up the float and then sent it into the monster and it exploded and it's yeah. like and then everybody else all they seemed to do was just piss it off by shooting lasers at it <laughs> and it just seemed like a really stupid pointless book like Mm-hmm. I just didn't like it at all. I hated the dialogue in it. 
hated the, the script and the it story. It didn't flow very well, did it? No, I mean, the art was fine. But, you know, you can't just have nice art. You know, you've got to have a decent script. Mm-hmm. I didn't like it at all. I like that page. Yeah. Big splash pages are always nice, but there's no words going on there. Wow. <laughs> That's fine. But no, I just I was really disappointed because I love X Men, as you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and to not enjoy an X Men book is a rarity for me. Um, but one thing that I absolutely did love from Monsters Unleashed was Doctor Strange. Yeah, absolutely loved that. I read it read it through, and I was like, that was fucking boss. And then I looked at the writer and I was like, oh, it's Chip Zdarsky, of course, I loved it. I fucking, I love anything that Chip Zdarsky does. How the Duck, you know, Sex Criminals. And to write a Doctor Strange book, it's just, I think it's perfect for him. The dialogue's funny. You yeah, know, it was hilarious. The story's solid. And it was about Doctor Strange and his internal struggle because yeah. he doesn't have magic anymore. So he's he's trying to find other things to use, like... And it's just, I thought it was brilliant, and I love that guy, um, Googum. Yeah, he's, he's he like, funny. he's like um, the thing, but like with a bigger head and red. Mm. And I love that bit when he came storming into um, daddy issues. Yeah, <laughs> I love that thing when he comes storming into yeah. Doctor Strange's house, um, and he's got, and he's got, a, he's got a trilby hat on his head. <laughs> <laughs> And he keeps it on like the entire scene, and I was like, "That's so ridiculous! I love it." And Doctor Strange like takes it off his head yeah. at the end and pops it on his. No, I loved it. I love their little dynamic. I love mm-hmm. Spider Man popping in as well. Yeah. That that scene there, where like he absolutely trashes Spider Man's plane, and then it just goes to like, um, "You cannot reach this number," and then Spider Man's <laughs> just, oh, just cracked me up. I just I fucking loved that book. Thought it was yeah. great. I love the art in it as well. I did. I really liked it. Yeah, so good. So you've been reading some of my Adventure Time comics, haven't you? Yeah, they're okay. <laughs> yeah. They're um. I don't think I've read this one. Oh yeah, I have. I mean, they're all right. I prefer the other cartoony comics I've been reading. I think I mentioned last time I have a bit of a thing with Adventure Time. Oh, yeah. Do and you want to explain to the listeners? No. You, you can't... <laughs> go on. Okay. Expl- explain your Adventure Time thing. Basically, I had this hamster, my first ham... Well, not my first hamster, but the first one I truly loved, called Nibbles. And he was ill, and before we took him to the vets, we were watching Adventure Time, and it was the whole thing where he was Jake the dog, and I was Finn the human... <laughs> it was Nibbles the hamster and you were Abby the human yeah <laughs> and I was like oh it's and my mum was like it's time to go we'll take him now and I paused it and turned off my um, laptop or whatever and I was like it's alright we'll finish the episode when we get home he got bloody put down <laughs> at the vet <laughs> I'm sorry he got put down at the vet oh poor Nibbles so we never got to finish the episode and I've never watched an adventure time um episode since so it's quite traumatic for you yeah. yeah but i don't really like it that much anyway in comic book form <laughs> i love adventure time comics i absolutely mm. love them i think they're hilarious i actually would much prefer sit down and read an adventure time comic than watch mm. the show I, I don't know why i just i love the comics i think it's the only one where i actually like the way they talk in it and that i can actually listen yeah. to it and not get annoyed so i quite like that yeah so um Something that you ended up picking up was issue one of Nailbiter. Just almost, yeah. was it by accident? It was in a grab bag. It was in a grab bag and it was on the back. I thought yeah. it looked cool and I thought it was funny because, well, you're always telling me to stop biting my nails and doing <laughs> things like that. And I was like, oh, you're going to love that because it's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, and then when I realised that you'd got issue one of Nailbiter, I was like, no way. I paid loads of money on eBay <laughs> for that first print and you got it in like a pound grab bag. Yeah, with but, three others in there. Yeah, I've got a few issues of Nailbiter that I've read. Read up to like issue four or something. Mm-hmm. Um, another grab bag job, I think. But I loved it. I, ha- I had to buy like issues to fill in the gaps. So I was like, I've got to read this story because it's like um, the premise of it is sort of Sansa Lambs where there's like a serial killer um, and he's he's incarcerated and then but he's, he's released now isn't he? He never got put away. Oh he never got put away for no. it yeah. It's been a long time since I've read it so I can't really remember. Can you refresh my memory? 
well, they didn't find him guilty. Didn't find him guilty. No, and it's but there's now there's now like a copycat. Basic. Well, where they're from, it's notorious for loads of murderers. It's not just him. There's like six of them or something. And um, do they do something? Do these serial killers do something weird to the bodies? Is that is they bite off their nails? Is that why? Well, this one does. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but he doesn't like. He didn't like it when people bit their nails, so he would chew off their fingers or something, <laughs> and then kill them. Yeah. But there's a lot of them. There's like the book burner who had something against libraries and would burn down libraries. Like there's there's something. <laughs> it's Leslie Nope. Yeah. <laughs> from Parks and Rec. <laughs> there's, there's a few of them, a few different over a period like years of time, yeah. and um. This detective goes there and gets kind of. Um. Well, what's the word like? It it overcome like over. It gets overcome. Overcome. With what? With the the stuff like the, oh, the he, murders like it's he, too he, much for him. Yeah, I guess so. He gets too invested in it. Oh, like that's the word. Like he gets. Yeah, yeah. Like it becomes his life. Yeah, obsessed. Obsessed. Yeah, and I have a few theories on it. I guess. But kind of not. Now I've read the fourth one. I don't know. It's very who's, confusing. Who's that dude in the white hood? That's oh um that guy. A kid. But oh yeah yeah. They're being. It's coming back to me now. I, I love the art in this. It's so good. And then he's just got his mouth sewn up at the end there. Mm-hmm. And that's the detective. He's got no arms, no there. legs. No. It's pretty fucked up, this book. Yeah. So basically, they think it's a copycat. Yeah. Of all the different murders. Like, they're doing all of the things, oh, all of the different yeah. um, types of torture and stuff that all the different ones did. Yeah, it's a pretty cool book by uh, Joshua Williamson and the arts by Mike Henderson. Image Comics, of course. But yeah, that was that was cool. And something else that we've both read... Um, it's been Generation X. That's yours. Thank you all of that. <laughs> Trying to steal the comics again. Um, yeah, Generation X. So, I picked up this uh, this dollar book, this True Believers. It's basically a reprint of the first ever issue of Generation X. Um, I think I, I got two by accident because I forgot I got it. And I, I was like, oh, you can have it. I gave it to you. Yeah. And you were like, oh, okay. Uh, but you're since you got into comics you're a bit of a comic book snob when it comes to the age of your comics you don't yeah, like the yellowing pages I don't you don't like books Just, anything <sighs> you like new comics right yeah so you were tricked into reading this reprint because this came out in what 90 1990 or something like that when did the first issue came out 96 I think it was in the 90s so basically if this was the original book those pages would be yellow. no wouldn't read it Abby no, would not have picked no it up <laughs> so, yeah, so I basically said to you, you were like, oh, what's it about? I said, oh, it's a spin-off of the X-Men, um, and you read it, and you loved it, didn't you? I loved it so much. And what did you say to me when you read it? They wrote comics better back then in yeah, the 90s. Yeah, they did. So, now you know that don't judge a book by its yellowing pages. It's not <laughs> that, it's just the fact someone might have sneezed inside of them and, <laughs> and like, oh, licked the fingers and turned the page or wiped, oh, you just don't know. <laughs> fair enough. I'm but... all about charity shops and wearing clothes and stuff, but books and comics, no. No. So you love Generation X, as you yeah. I loved it too. I mean, I don't think I've ever read the first issue. But I've certainly read a few Generation X comics from the 90s. Um, and I, I mean, I love anything to do with X-Men. And I agree, they did write better comics, especially X-Men ones back in the 90s. And I just think they had more fun with it. And it was more about the characters. Mm-hmm. Um, I just love all the different superpowers. Um, this guy was scary, wasn't he? Like When you were reading it, I was like, what's up? And you're oh, like, yeah. he's scary. He really was. <laughs> What was his name? I've forgotten um, him. He looked like a cross between like Lobo and the Predator or something like that. But he was like the big baddie in this mm-hmm. and they basically had a big showdown with him in the airport and that was pretty epic. Um, 
I really like um, that guy with the fire coming out of his mouth as well, Jonathan. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Emma Frost in it, which I love Emma Frost. I like soft spot for her. Jubilee a lot in this. Banshee is the headmaster. It with was, his Scottish accent. Yeah, that was the funniest thing. Them <laughs> trying to like portray the Scottish accent. Yeah, I, I love the art in this as well. It's just so 90s, isn't it? Yes. I love I love her yeah. so much. It's by uh, Scott Lobdell and Chris Bocello. And it's inked by Mark Buckingham. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. And I was surprised that you liked it that much. Um, and I said, you know what? The new um, Generation X series is coming out. So let's pick it up. So we got issue one and two. And three, I think, of Generation X. We've read, we read, read all three. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and what do you think of it so far? I don't like it as much. No? It's fun. It's um, obviously seeing the characters that are young in this now running Re- yeah. the school. Because yeah. um, Jubilee is like the new headmaster or headmaster yeah. in training. Yeah. Like Kitty Pride's like, you can do this, Jubilee. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, I could do it. And she's got like this rug rat now. She's got a kid. A <laughs> rug rat. She's <laughs> <laughs> like crawling around yeah. everywhere all the time. And like, it's like, just find like a babysitter know, or something. Like, she constantly has it. She's got this child in her arms and there's like destruction and chaos going on. <laughs> it's like that kid could get killed yeah. quite easily. But, um, Who's the daddy? That's what I want to I reckon it's, I'm very curious. Well, I don't know. I'm sure it's been revealed already, but I reckon oh. it's Robin. You know, back in the 90s when they had that DC Marvel crossover. That's what I said. And uh, Robin and Jubilee had a fight. They well, they well boinked and <laughs> had this little baby. Imagine it would be a lot older by now. Mm. Um, but no, I, I perfectly enjoyed it fine. You know, yeah. the art looks a bit strange at times, though. Like... I don't know with the faces, they kind of look a bit ape-like at times, mm-hmm. with the big mouth and the nose, yeah. do you know what I mean? But I like it, I like the dialogue, yeah. um, I like how it's really simple and you can sort of, you know, you can just pick it up and just read it whatever mood you're in, you know. I like Nature Girl. Me too. She's one of my favourite characters in it. Um, Jubilee's cool. What do you think about Quentin Quire? Kid Omega. Dickhead, um, yeah, but I think there's something about him. Yeah, yeah, he was he was a big deal like in the comics a few years back. And who the the caretaker guy? The oh yeah, I want to um, know more about him. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's cool because you know there's things like that in it, and like that guy with like no face who's deaf and dumb. Mm. Like, like he got attacked and yeah, when like um. What's the new guy called? Hindsight, Nathaniel. When he like touched him and like yeah, saw his past happened. and stuff, like yeah. There's, it's. I think it's a good book. I think it's going to run for a bit because I think there's a lot that they, they can explore here with the story and the characters. And it it might not be as good as like the original run, but you know, I think it's I think it's good for if what I it is. If I hadn't read the original run, I wouldn't have as many issues with it as I do. Mm. Like. I'd have enjoyed it a lot more. But because I have, I just want to carry on reading that. Yeah. Well, your birthday's coming up. I don't want old books. They won't. It, well, they do They do trades of it. So. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, moving on to something else that we both read was um, Planetoid Praxis. Mm-hmm. We've got issue one and two, and we're going to try and hunt down the rest of them. Um, I think this was another... Um, grab bag duplicate issue where I just passed it on to you yeah, already it had it I was like yeah. yeah so you loved it didn't you I really liked it it reminded it. me of Saga a lot I guess yeah it's it's very Saga-ish but um, not as not as funny it doesn't have the humour in it no um, it's a lot more serious but I love it It's I love the art um, it's, it's really dark but it feels like it's got soul in it, like mm-hmm. that. You know, when when the alien is um, is connecting with that little girl, yeah, and that was really sweet. I can't know. believe what happened to him. I didn't think that was going to happen. <clears throat> yeah, that that kind of shows what a different book this is going to be. Yeah. They're going to take risks, and they're not going to go down the route that you think they are. 
I think, which is a fascinating thing about this comic because mm. they're going to take you on a journey and you just don't know where they're going to go with it. Especially when you come to issue two and you open the page and it says eight years yeah. later. <laughs> you were like, like, what? <laughs> and so was I. I was like, oh, okay. But I think it's necessary to move the plot along because obviously the little girl that didn't want the alien to be executed, yeah. she's older now. Yeah. <clears throat> and time's passed since this has happened. And, you know, obviously, this uh, they've discovered that this company have, uh, have landed on that planet. Mm-hmm. They've sent them a little care package. And they're like, oh, that's pretty cool. Then they're like, what are the ramifications of this? What's going to happen? Now we've got these new they people. They jumped to conclusions so quickly. Yeah, they're, they're so like, what's going on? Absolutely everything. <laughs> yeah. Like, that guy. I mean, I understand the things yeah. behind it, but they just, they don't think too no. much. Well, they're all sort of like mob mentality, isn't it? They're like, what's going on? We don't like this. Let's go kill them. Yeah. Like, exactly. let's do something about it. And then they all march over there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like, you've got, like, the voice of reason, which seems to be the only... The, the girl. She's, yeah. like, the only voice of reason. And then you get this other story of um, this kid from the, the settlement. And um, he goes into, like, the dodgy, shady part of town. Ends up getting in a fight with this big-ass alien. That bit when he just like punches his tusk off. <laughs> like, has he got a knife in his hand? Like, no, he just did that with his hand, like with his fist. I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah, I, I do. think it's a really interesting. I preferred book. the first issue more than the second, though. Yeah, well, it's it was different because obviously it was eight years before this, you know, and yeah, but was... I felt like it had a different tone to it. I don't mm. know. We're just. We'll have to keep reading and see where it goes, I guess. Yeah, yeah, no, we'll definitely pick up the rest of the issues and and follow along because it's an interesting book. Um, so another one that we both read was the latest issue of Saga, number twenty-five. Saga, which we both absolutely love. Yeah. Saga is one of the best comic book series I've ever read. Yeah, I mean, you it's know, it's my favorite. It goes without saying. Everyone feels the same. Anyone that's read Saga will tell you the same that we are you know just mm-hmm. just read it if you haven't if you haven't read it get the first trade it's only like eight pounds or something Less, ridiculous if you go on amazon you can get it for a five yeah i just i recommend this to everyone like there's there's a co-worker called charlie who we've recently lent this book to yeah. and she has never read a comic in her life and i said look read saga because it's funny it's mm-hmm. fucked up it's perverse it's hilarious you know it's just it's just brilliant yeah so, read Saga. <laughs> yeah. But if you if you haven't read it, you might want to fast forward three minutes or so because we're going to spoil the fuck yeah, out I of really it. Yeah, I don't want anyone to listen to this that yeah. hasn't read it because I want you to read it. We're now on issue forty three, which yeah. is great. You know, I love the fact that they keep they keep churning them out. And this was the first issue after their like four month hi- hiatus, mm-hmm. and it came out for like twenty five cents. Um, a lot of comic shops were giving them away for free. You know? Yeah. Which was fantastic because it's a great way to get people into a book. Is here's a free comic, mm-hmm. you know, like, and it's not scrimping. It's a regular issue, and you it's know. a new story arc. Like, new you story can arc. Pick it up if yeah. you want to start here, but Just, I wouldn't recommend it. I would definitely recommend reading from the beginning. Yeah, yeah but it's a, it is a good jump on point. Yeah. So, I mean, the last issue, issue forty two, was a heartbreaking issue mm-hmm. where a lot of shit went down and. Um, she lost the baby, and uh, now the first page that we open on mm-hmm. is a welcome to abortion town with this really happy looking owl. Howdy, strange. Like, I was like, oh god, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is Saga back at its best, yep. you know, making light out of a horrendous issue. Mm-hmm. But it does it so well, tasteful, tastefully. I don't know. It just—it's not tasteful. But it's, it's not tasteful, not no. But it's not. Either. It's just saga, and yeah. like you know, they face off against like shit monsters, like li- oh, literal, yeah. literal shit monsters. It's their, where, like, it's their shit. It's their poo. So it turns into T- them. Turns into them. <laughs> it looks like them. I thought that was brilliant, but it's so menacing. It is, <laughs> that is against, scary. Imagine fighting against a giant turd that looked like yourself. <laughs> imagine all the ones I'd have to fight against. Oh, no. Blimey. The There'd be an army. Part. There'd be an army of Chris turds. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's, it, it was great. A return, it was. return oh, to the form. end as well. 
Um, what's the end? Sorry, I can't, Where, I can't remember. You know, she has like some sort of magic. Oh power. yeah. So Alana's got like superpowers now. I think like... it's the baby. I think once she gets rid of the baby. Oh, uh, you reckon that'll go? Yeah, it'll go. So the baby's definitely gone. The baby's yeah, dead, def- but because she's so gone, far yeah. along, she'll have to give birth to it. But obviously, nothing's moving, right. so she'll have to have someone to help her get it out. But so she's got superpowers now. She can like shoot fire from her, yeah. her hands, and that's that's about it. Really, a little bit of character development in it. Yeah. You know, we've still got our yeah. It didn't. It was it was good because it kind of wrapped up what had happened and then gave us something to look forward to in the next issue. Yeah. So yeah, I do prefer reading them as trades, but I can't yeah. wait anymore. Like yeah. I need to read them as they go along. I'm exactly the same. Like I feel like I much more enjoyed the experience reading them in trade format, mm. but knowing that there's a new issue coming out every month, yeah. I can't not read it. But <laughs> I'm gonna because I have the first six trades. Yeah. So I'm probably going to get them all in trades anyway because yeah, yeah. I reread the first well probably four. Oh, three times like yeah it's it's very it's very rereadable yeah like, very yeah but mm-hmm. actually issue 44 comes out tomorrow on uh, June 28th yeah, yeah. another 2.99 well it's yeah it's it's gone up in price <laughs> we can't complain no. that's that's regular cover price so yeah it just says uh, issue 44 hazel and her family search for elusive treasure affordable health care <laughs> <laughs> Which couldn't be more relevant in this uh, political climate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so what else have you, do you want to talk about that you've been reading, Abby? Um, I guess the one thing that I've picked up that I got... I think I got this in a grab bag. Snot Girl. Snot Girl. I, I'm interested in hearing about Snot Girl. I, I love the way it looks. I love the oh, covers. And I it love... looks quite sexy. It's not. <laughs> oh. <laughs> she, she looks quite hot, though. Well, yeah, hair. she is, but it's it's not sexy, I don't think, in my opinion. But it anyway... Looks, the art looks very, like, bubblegum. Like, very, like, mm. you know, quite quite kiddie. Yeah. Quite anime. Maybe a bit manga-ish, but bright and colourful. Yeah. I love the way it looks. So what what's it about? So basically, there's this girl... I've forgotten her name. Snot Girl. But she's not called Snot Girl. Who's it by? Um, Let's see. It's written by Brian Lee O'Malley mm. and drawn by Leslie Hung. Mm. So she's called Lottie. And basically she's she is Instagram famous. Like you. <laughs> Go and follow Abby. So like... Abigail Iona Robinson. <laughs> she's like... A, a fashion blogger, I guess. Right. And, yeah, I just, I relate to her a lot. Like, her whole life is, like, on social media, and I love that. And mm-hmm. she's always trying to impress everyone on social media. Does she like likes and, like you? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just... So what's the story, though? She's, she's Instagram okay. famous. Okay. Why is it worth reading? Sell it to me. Okay. Give me a minute. Give me a minute. I'm not like you. I can't just... Get things off the top of my head. What I need happens? a second. She. There's two things that kind of happen. Basically, she splits up with her boyfriend, and there's this. The, the new girlfriend of her ex, she thinks, is trying to take over her life and become her. And then she also bumps into this girl and kind of has a crush on her in a way, I think. She's like really into her. And then she kind of dies but comes back to life. And Lottie is such an um, unreliable narrator. Like, you don't know what's going on because she doesn't know what's going on. Hmm. It's hard to explain. She gets given the nickname Snot Girl because she has allergies. It's nothing, like, too weird. Not because of the green hair. No. (laughs) It's not because of the green hair. But... I just really like it. I don't... I don't know. Like, she dies, but she comes back to life. So, what issue are you on now? Well, I've read five. And I think... Is the next issue coming out soon? I think so. Didn't they have, like, a huge break? I'm not sure. A lot of indie comics tend to do this now. 
where they like have a, a big four month hiatus to sort of take some time off and regroup and write the next arc. So yeah, um, issues one to five were out. Have you read issues one to yeah. five? Yeah. Um, and then issue six comes out next month on July fifth. Um, and then issue seven comes out September sixth. So yeah, they're carrying it on. So do you want to hear the synopsis for the new no. story arc? You don't? No. The listeners might. Oh, <laughs> it's from it's from the creator of Scott Pilgrim, apparently. That's interesting. So yeah, new story arc issue six. Lottie per- Lottie Person is that her name? Okay. Is a glamorous fashion blogger living her best life? At least that's what she wants you to think. The truth is, she's an allergy-ridden mess who may or may not have killed somebody. This month, spring is the season for mystery, madness and mucus as Lottie meets her adoring public. Cool girl has a change of heart and we learn more than we ever wanted to know about cute girl. Interesting. Cute girl? Hmm. Hmm, didn't really like her. <laughs> yeah. So it, No, it sounds cool. I mean, it's not something that I'd read, but I can understand why you like it, you know. I just love her. Yeah. What else have you got that you want to talk about? Oh, let's Eighth. talk. Oh, let's what? talk about Reborn because we both Reborn. read that. Yeah. Yeah, this was sick. I absolutely loved Reborn. We've got the first three issues here, mm-hmm. all variant covers. Very nice art. The first one's Jock, who is one of my favourite artists. Absolutely love that cover. Like you say, it's got nothing to do with the actual book, but covers don't tend to. <laughs> well, but, these do. Yeah, some of them don't. But yeah, this was a real surprise to me. I almost didn't read it. But then I saw it on, on your table and I noticed that it was Mark Millar writing it and Greg Capullo on art. And I was like, holy shit, I love both of those guys. <laughs> Mark Millar did Kick-Ass, Greg Capullo's the Batman artist. So I was like, shit, I've got to read this. You know, it's an indie comic, but... And I picked it up and just fell in love. As soon as issue one finished, I was like, I need issue two. Yeah, that's how I felt. It was so good. Like, I didn't know where it was going to begin with because it was like... The, you know, the first page is like a sniper going yeah. these people down in a coffee shop, quite gory and graphic. And then there's some, some weird thing where they wake up in like some other... When they've been killed, they wake up in some other land, but mm-hmm. younger. If they're, if they're old, they become young again. Um, yeah, but they, it can be extreme as well. Like, they can go to four years old. You can actually go older as well. You don't um, always go to the same it's age. It's weird. Yeah. Yeah, and, then, and obviously we get to know this character as an old lady mm-hmm. and she she um you know she she ends up dying and then she's she's brought back in this it's basically a reimagining of the afterlife so there ain't no heaven there ain't no hell when you die you go to this place and it's basically like this fantasy adventure epic sort of lord of the rings meets game of thrones you got dragons you've got the good side and the bad side. But futuristic too, it's quite sci-fi. Um, and it's basically like, I've, I've forgotten the, the names of everything, but the, the good place is fighting <laughs> the bad place. <laughs> and um, it's all these, all the people that have died and they go there. And they're either, I think it's, a, I think it's probably going to be like, if you're good in life, you go to the good place. A bit like heaven and hell. Well, yeah. If you're bad, you go to the, the bad place. Yeah. And, have you got any theories about this, where it's going to go? Because I have. No, none. I think that her... The reason why he can't find his wife and she She's can't find her pl- husband... They're in the bad place. That they're in the bad place. Oh, and yeah. I think that the, the the face-off at the end, the big battle, is going to be them fighting their spouses. Yeah, Because yeah. they're going to be like, shit, you know, we're going to have to fight them. Yeah. Um, I loved in issue three as well. Or was it... No, it was issue two. End of issue two. Where you get to you get to see like the baddies for the first time, and like the, one of the big baddies is her old cat, <laughs> and he's like, it was... and he's like, what have you got beef about her? Like, why do you hate her so much? And um, he's like, I was her pet in the old world. She caused me a lot of pain. And then he's like, did she have you destroyed? And he goes, my testicles were removed when I was nine months old. <laughs> And he's, like, so bitter about it. And he's, like, harbouring this hate just, for his owner. Like, you know, and he's going to go and kill her because she removed his ball. I and couldn't <laughs> believe that a bad guy was a cat. It's brilliant. What's it I called? I loved it. It's called something, like, 
like Mr. Frost, isn't it, or something like that? What's his name? General Frost. General Frost, that's <laughs> it. I love that. He's like a big, badass, white cat, General Frost. And, uh, yeah, it's it, it a little bit saga isn't it, with the talking animals and that? Yeah. But I thought it was brilliant. Um, and I'm excited to read the rest of the series. I don't know. I liked the first one, and then the other two are just... They weren't as good to me. No, no, it's it's obviously... You're getting into the, the main bulk of the story now, and it's becoming yeah. more action-based. And But... I just think that it's going to constantly surprise because in every book so far there's been weird visuals like like dragons with the, the head of a lion. Yeah. And I'm like, I love that stuff. I love it. I, you know, I just love weird saga epics like that, no mm. pun intended. And I was so gutted when the dog died, Roy Boy. I know. Well, well he got thrown over. Oh, old Roy oh, Boy. That's horrible. <laughs> Oh, I hate it when animals die. <laughs> Kill a human any day. Animals, no. Yeah, but I loved Reborn. Gonna pick up the rest of those issues, definitely. Yeah, well, they were all... One was in a grab bag that I got, and the other two I got for a pound, didn't I? Like, yeah. Gonna have to get on eBay and get the rest of them. So, something that you've been wanting to talk about for a while now is that big stack in your hand. Faith. Your girl, Faith. My girl. <laughs> <laughs> So I, I picked up issue one ages ago because I think it was like three or something. You picked um, up well, we picked up one at the same time. Yeah. I think that was in Manchester. That's the same day I got the X Files one. And yeah, they were free and travelling, man, weren't they? They were just on yeah. the side. So I, I read issue one and I thought it was okay. It was perfectly fine, but it didn't make me want to read on. But you loved it so much that you've well, bought almost every issue. I didn't <laughs> read it then because I didn't like comics then. Yeah. And then recently, obviously, I've been getting into them, and I was like messaging my brother for all these comics that you had given me and stuff like that were at my dad's still. And this was one of them, and I really enjoyed it. I I don't know, it's just like an indie superhero, and so it's like two things that I enjoy. Well, in I, I one. quite like the fact that she's fat. You, know. you see, that's something I don't care about. I think people probably think that's why I like her because I'm not exact. Well, you know, I'm chubby and she's chubby, and it's like, oh, you relate to her and stuff. And it's like, no, <laughs> no, you must relate. She's a fat girl. <laughs> she's fat, and you're fat. So that's probably why you like her. And I actually wanted to bring up that issue because that's not why I like her. No. She could be skinny, and I would still like her. Yeah. Um, I think visually, it's, it's nothing... interesting to see a larger girl be a superhero you know like flying in the sky because yeah. it's all you know the classic you know aesthetic is all about these you know toned agile superheroes you know flying and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that but you get faith and I like her costume and you know I think it's a cool idea definitely so what's sort of like what's the premise for this series the, the last bit I read was she was up against this guy yeah, that's the, kind of died down, that storyline at the oh, minute right. anyway. But yeah, she was up against this guy who... He's like famous. He's famous and he plays superheroes. Yeah, he's, like a superhero. he's basically like, imagine Chris Evans, Captain America, mm, but that's he, like him. He wanted to be a villain, he wanted to be a villain in real life, so he captured Faith and... I don't know, I don't know if they wrapped that up or if it just died down, I don't remember hearing about it for a while. Um, but this is funny, Crime at the Comic-Con... I really enjoyed this. What issue's that? Uh, three. Issue three of Faith. And it just has these little tips, like con tips. It's great to compliment cosplayers unless you're being gross or making people feel um, unsafe. Don't do that. Sorry, I haven't got my glasses on. <laughs> Should have probably got your glasses following. on for this podcast. Well, I was expecting to read Reading. anything out. <laughs> But yeah, that was funny, and then that kind of takes a turn where there's two faiths, like, and they're both her, it's not like a double or a copycat, and this guy just basically splits her in half, and the <laughs> one of the faiths, well, they are both her, but they're not at the clone. same time. No? I guess so. It's called clone something, isn't it? But um, one of them sacrifices themselves for the other, and... Yeah, it's pretty good. Has that one got Hillary Clinton in? It has. Issue 5 of Faith, this cover, 
that just fills me with dread. It's I very, love pa- very patriotic, but it's got Hillary Clinton on it with Faith stood next to each other. Yeah, well, this and I was like, this has got to be a variant cover, surely, no. just for the election. But it had her in. It had her in it. <laughs> so go on. Well, this storyline's really fun because it's about an evil cat. Oh. Basically, there's this girl who is famous and some scandal came out about her and stuff. And this is like an evil... Well, it's like an evil thing, but it takes the form of a cat. It can take the form of anyone. It can go into anyone. Yeah. And it tries to make her, like, avenge herself, like, get revenge on everyone that made her feel bad about it I don't know she yeah. was just a, she kind of reminds me of um, Ariana Grande a little bit like oh, yeah. young singer-ish type girl but um, it's just about Faith helping with that and then Hillary Clinton isn't it she just kind of helps with the election as well there's the election <laughs> and then there's Hillary what a great superhero comic Faith helps with the US election. Well, you should see the end. <laughs> I would have preferred her. her to be on um, Donald Trump's side. That would have been a more interesting comic. <laughs> <laughs> no, she um, she wants a picture with her and everything at the end. It's <laughs> That's so weird. Where is it? Did it go into the next issue? Oh, no, it's there. Oh, yeah, she's going to sell through the Yeah. Right? I think it's hilarious. They kind of look like each other too. Chloe Grace Mortez is a big Hillary Clinton fan. Is she? Yeah, it's a shame. Because I love the Mortez. I trust. I don't trust people's judgment when they make political choices like that. <laughs> so, um, what about issue six? What's this? I can't remember. Must have been any good. Well, you say that every time. <laughs> no, no but it's just carrying on from that, yeah. isn't it? Like the same storyline, which is why um, it just wraps it up and she becomes good so again. Like it's. Are you enjoying know. Faith then? Yeah. You carry on reading? Maybe. It has yeah. a lot of Pokemon Go references in it. Yeah. Weird. <laughs> it's not weird. I like that. I like that she takes. Um, I like that she takes. They take normal things and it's like Snot Girl. It's just like socially she's, relevant. She's, yeah, socially relevant. Yeah, socially relevant. Speaking of socially relevant, this isn't a segue at all. I, just, I needed something to move on. So let's take a look at the new comics coming out tomorrow on Wednesday the twenty eighth, or it'll be today if you're listening when this podcast comes out. Um. So, from DC Comics, we're getting Action Comics, number 982. That's the Superman book that's been going on forever. <laughs> um, Astro City, number 45. Batgirl, number 12. Uh, Batman 66 meets Wonder Woman 77, number 6 of 6. That must have been a fun mini-series. I might pick it up in trade. Batman Beyond, number 9. Batman Elmer Fudd Special, number 1, which carries on that. DC Looney Tunes crossover madness. Um, I still need to pick up that Martian Manhunter, um, Marvin the Martian one, because I think that'd be really good. Batman the Shadow, that's another crossover, number three of six. Blue Beetle, number ten. Detective Comics, number 959. Flash, number 25. Hal Jordan, the Green Lantern Corps, number 23. Hellblazer, number 11. Jonah Hex and Yosemite Sam special, number one. Uh, Justice League of America, number nine. Kamadi Challenge, number six of 12. Lucifer, number 19. I read a little bit about Lucifer last night in this like DC previews book. And that's based on, um, well, it's the comic that was that inspired the TV show, Lucifer. Mm. And I thought I might, I might check that out. Have you, have you heard much about no. it, Lucifer? It's basically like the devil, and he gets bored of being in hell, so he just comes to earth and just mm. like kills people and shit, and just has, well, a, has a laugh. I think it sounds quite interesting. Doesn't try and be nice or anything. No, no, he just <laughs> he just wants to fuck shit up on earth. Um, so we might might watch a few issues, ish, watch a few issues, <laughs> <laughs> watch a few episodes of that if it's on Amazon or something. Um, Mother Panic number eight, Scooby Doo Team Up number twenty seven, Suicide Squad number twenty. 
Supergirl being super number four or four. I've got that coming in the post. That was um, like a four issue mini series uh, prestige format uh, Supergirl book, which um, I'm actually saving to read them all in one go mm. uh, because it looks beautiful and I love Supergirl. Um, Teen Titans number nine, Wonder Woman number twenty five uh, from IDW. Uh, they're bringing out Clue number one of five, Duck Avenger number five. G.I. Joe, A Real American Hero, number 241. Ghostbusters 101, number 4 of 6. Haunted Horror, number 28. Gem and the Holograms, Infinite, number 1 of 3. You read a Gem and the Holograms book, didn't you? Yeah. Was it any good? It was alright, actually. Yeah, I quite enjoyed it. It was Gem and the Misfits, wasn't Gem it? Gem and the Misfits, yeah. Which was like their rival band, and yeah. which I said was the most original band name in the world. But it was only about the Misfits, you didn't see Gem in it at all, yeah. so I like don't actually know book. if I like Gem and the Holograms or not. It's good, actually. I read the first few issues of it when it came out a few years ago, it was good. Um, Kill Shakespeare, past is prologue, Juliet, number three of four. Cull Eternal, number one. <laughs> My Little Pony, the movie prequel. They're bringing Ooh. out a movie. <laughs> Powerpuff Girls, The Time Tie, number two of three. Source Estate, number two of six. Mm-hmm. You'll be getting that, won't you? Star Trek, The Next Generation, Broken Mirror, number two of six. Um, you'll hear me talk about the free comic book day issue of that in the last podcast. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, number 71. Transformers Lost Light, number seven. And X-Files, number 15. Image Comics, putting out Black Magic number 6. Elephant Men number 77. Image Plus number 15, which has uh, The Walking Dead, Here's Negan Part number 15 in it. Uh, Magdalena Volume 4 number 4. Packlist number 2. Redneck number 3. Renato Jones Season 2 number 2 of 5. Saga number 44. We'll both be getting that. Yeah. Are we both getting a copy each or are we going to share a copy? Um, we shared the last lot. Yeah. We only got a copy each of that one because it was yeah, so basically cheap. basically free. <laughs> yeah. um, Shutter number 29, Snowfall number 9. I read issue one of Snowfall, that's pretty cool. Uh, Spawn number 275, Throwaways number 9. You read Throwaways, didn't you? Yeah. Is that any good? No, I don't oh, like okay. that. No. <laughs> so we won't be getting that. Underwinter number 4, Wayward number 21. Marvel Comics, putting out all new Guardians of the Galaxy annual number one. Amazing Spider-Man number 29. Ben Riley the Scarlet Spider number four. Black Panther number 15. Cable number two, I'll be getting that. Cable one was pretty good. I like that a lot. Um, Deadpool versus the Punisher number five of five. Defenders number two, I'll be getting that. I really loved issue one. Um, Doctor Strange and the Sorcerer Supreme number nine. Edge of Venomverse, number one of five. That sounds interesting to me. I'll probably get that. Electra, number five. I Am Groot, number two. Infamous Iron Man, number nine. Jean Grey, number three. I'll be getting that. Mighty Captain Marvel, number six. Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur, number 20. Occupy Avengers, number eight. Punisher, number 13. Secret Empire, number five of ten. I'll be getting that. Um. And on some uh, other episodes in the future, I'll be talking a lot about Secret Empire when I've caught up with it all. Uh, Spider Gwen number 21, Star Wars Doctor Afra number 8, Star Wars Droids Unplugged number 1, Star Wars Poe Dameron number 16, Totally Awesome Hulk number 20, and we're going to get some True Believers dollar books, some Spider Man ones because the new Spider Man film's coming out next week. Uh, getting Amazing Spider Man number 1 reprint. Miles Morales, Spider-Man number one, reprint, and Peter Parker, the spectacular Spider-Man number one, reprint from the very first series. Um, still need to read the latest issue one of Spectacular Spider-Man. Um, and X-Men Blue number six, I'll be getting that. And then finally, a couple of books coming out from Oni Press, they're putting out Letter 44, number 34. I might pick that up, I've read a bit of Letter 44 in the past and I enjoyed it. And Rick and Morty number 27. 
you might get that when it's in the bargain bin. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Abby's got a thing about paying full price for comics. I think Source Estate's the only full price yeah, comic you own. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so that about wraps it up for this week. Um, so thanks for listening. And we'd love to hear from you, listeners. So tweet at me, at TalkNerdyUK. Tell me what you've been reading this week. If you've got any recommendations for us to read, then send it in. Um, you can also contact us on the Facebook page. Uh, find us at facebook.com slash TalkNerdyUK. Um, and you can follow our personal accounts too. Um, I'm at Chris Wakefield Zero on Twitter and Chris J Wakefield on Instagram. Um, what are you on, Abby, on Instagram? On Instagram, I'm at Abigail Iona Robinson. And don't follow me on Twitter, I don't use it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thanks for listening, guys. And um, keep talking nerdy. Bye. Bye. Oh, better get to work. I'm running late, as usual. (laughs) Oh, I hope that recorded. Yeah, it did.